out there to Brother Lance. Greetings out there to the family in the chat room. Uh, it's Monday. Glad to be with you guys again today. Um, today, I'm going to talk about something that's very important that uh, we need to shift some focus towards. And I know that over the past couple of years, we've become more aware of what's going on in this area. There he is. There we go. The man. How are you, brother? Hey, I'm good, brother. Good to see you. Good to be uh, with you guys again on Monday. Yeah. Uh, yeah, much peace and love out to the family in the chat room. Yes, and, yes. Uh, I, I know you got to deal with a lot out there, brother. Yeah, man. So, I uh, had the thing in my hand and this joker over here, we're by the ATM and he's coming to tell me I can't videotape. I'm telling him we're not videotaping. This wow. is a live stream. You know? Wow. But they're frustrated, yeah. so I understand. Yeah, you know, you very know, yeah, frustrated exactly. here sometimes, you know. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And that's, you know that, what goes that's, on that's, here. That's an that's a uh topic for another show. <laughs> absolutely. That's a whole you know? show by yeah. itself. Yeah, but, for real. Uh, yeah, but today, uh, <clears throat> as we were saying, I was glad that you uh, put up the two contrasting uh, ideologies that uh, we are confronted with as Black Americans or Black people, period, worldwide, globally, the diaspora. Um, so I want to talk about today uh, Frequency Wars, uh, Part 1, Clash of Ideologies, Black Legacy or Black destruction. And uh, I want to highlight an uh, agency that's been at the forefront of this since uh, the agency was created by the United States military in 1958. It's called DARPA. And uh, in 2018, this uh, Defense Advanced Research Projects Agency developed uh, a non-surgical neurotechnological direct neural interface between the human brain and machines. Now, I want to back that up a little bit. What that means is that they have harnessed the electromagnetic energy that allows what you have naturally through or what you had naturally through um, remote viewing and astral, astral projection. They have uh, perfected this uh, through technology. And like I always say, you're always gonna have the, um, the law of polarity in effect when you're dealing with organic, natural, or original substances of energy whether it's mind, body, or spirit, and then you're going to have the unnatural or the one that, that takes from the natural and creates uh, basically the same concept but through different uh, uh, neurotransmitters or through different um, uh, venues. So we're going to cover all of that today, and we're going to talk about um, some of the ways in which this is actually uh, done and is being done 
what we have to do to counter it, and also um, what we need to be focused on uh, right now. But uh, the the there are three main things that uh, this particular uh, agency focused on. It was uh, mind control through uh, interface uh, with this project called uh, Pandora, Project Pandora, which affects uh, affects how the low level electromagnetic radiation affects the brain. Um, also, as I said earlier, they took your remote viewing ability because Anything that is manifested has to first come from an original source. And this is where we have given away our, our natural power because we have this power at a greater extent than anyone else on the planet. I mean, when I say a greater extent, and I'll explain that to you right now why that is. But the third uh, objective was to actually control your brain, okay, I'm sorry, control your mind through brain and DNA manipulation. So let's clarify the title and, and let's talk about uh, the main concept that we're gonna deal with, which is ideology or ideologies. So Frequency Wars, part one, clash of ideologies, black legacy or black destruction. And certainly we know from nature and the experiments that have been conducted about this is that you actually um, solidifies a choice um, after you're, you're given uh, two different, or the law of polarity, you're given two different roads to travel and you come to that fork in the road where you decide. Now, there was a book I read a couple of decades ago called the, uh, 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 what, what was it, the holographic universe in which uh, this was explained and this experiment was done that showed the brain crystallizing. The closer you got to a thought, it actually crystallized the liquids and uh, sent it in the, di the neural direction of your decision. So you always have the ability to choose, okay? That's why when someone says that, you know, they were forced into something, that's inaccurate. Um, you're not forced into it. You're strongly projected to go that route. You're given, um, you know, a lot of incentives to go that route and you're, you're encouraged to go that route. But this is why the process of critical thinking is so important because we have to think about the outcome of this. And this, this is one of the issues that we have with our young people is they when, by the time they realize the consequences, it's far too late and, and they've lost the ability of critical thinking and in that sense we have as well so you know we live in this word matrix um, as i was saying where what happens is 
So let's talk about, uh, first of all, um, how these weapons are used in the different venues in which they're used, the different channels they're used, before we get um, deep into the neurotransmitting of information to our brain, in which I, I, I call the word matrix. I'll give you a very good example. The individuals who um, run this system on a worldwide basis, the one thing that they, do, they know is that through data mining, which has been going on for the last 20 years or so, with the advent of social media, where they have now collected all of the information on you and I and everyone on the planet that they need and it's in their iCloud. So they have information they need to attack you and turn you against yourself and others that look like you. So whenever they take a word like the word woke, for instance, what they do is they project the negative energy against black folks into that. And now that word becomes a calling card of all the white supremacists, of all the people who destroy black and brown people, um, even to the point where they will put us in situations that we all know that's going on around the country, where this energy is being used even against us with people that they are programmed in the countries they came from about certain things about black people. So I was thinking long and hard about something. Um, and I saw the, the video that Lance, that you did concerning uh, them denying the survivors of the Rosewood incident, one of the most horrific acts in human history. And see, I don't know if our people are just numb to this point or just don't comprehend the level of battle, or I mean, I'm sorry, the level of war that we're in and who the combatants are. Okay, but I was not surprised that the survivors of this horrific act that now the world knows about, that you can't turn a blind eye to. But I was not surprised about the uh, outcome um, because at, at, the, at the root of this, I understand and comprehend what we're up against. So one of the things about the word matrix is we have to stop regurgitating things like Paco the parrot every time we hear something. And I advocate for us to change this word reparations because this is part of the word matrix now that has galvanized this negative energy of, of the white supremacists and all the other people that they influence that come here to this country and how they influence them against black people who, who all of them originally came from. Okay, but that's a, a topic for another show. Uh, but this word matrix and this word reparations now has turned into a rallying cry against our people. So 
the first thing we have to do is stop using the words that are used in this system to systematically subjugate us, okay, beneath other people. Um, I don't know what the word would be, but certainly um, we need to, to remove this word reparations right now, because once they put it, okay, in the political arena, then they have this crazy hate, love-hate relationship with each other. Well, now I don't even think love is in the equation. Now. I don't know what else, but maybe hate and anger that's now being spewed out to the nation or to the globe because what happens in the Western world affects people globally. Um, but I'm strongly against this word reparations. I don't know. Maybe we can put some words out there in the chat room and start putting it out on social media. But from what our people sacrificed and produced and the economic wealth that's produced, we need to call it something else, some form of trade, <laughs> some form of uh, yield, some form of something. But that word reparations now is part of their um, hate word matrix, okay? And once that energy is there, then it doesn't matter what you say. When people are operating off a calcified pineal gland, it's like a one-way street. And if you turn down that one-way street, you're going to have a head-on collision. Now, this is why you are at direct war against everyone else on the planet. The triangle is the strongest geometric form that we know that affects man. It's in the heavens. Our people duplicated it here on the earth. And it's also inside of you from what they call the sacred uh, uh, geometry. Okay. And this triangle consists of an open pineal gland, a hypothalamus gland, and a thyroid gland. And this, no one else has this. Okay. Or I should say, has the power associated with this. Okay, so there is an attack on this because this geometric figure, this triangle that they have um, taken from our people and got our people running around here talking about Illuminati and all this other nonsense. We, we're talking about natural geometric figures that the creator established on the planet and in the cosmos that you have allowed other people to hijack like everything else, like, like they hijacked um, the Naga principle. And we know what they did with that. Um, so <clears throat> one, of the, one of the main frequency wars that's going on is uh, the war of ideologies. And certainly growing up in this country, um, one of one of the main things that was done to us was to give us a certain set of ideologies that would be not just the foundation 
of our experiences here in this country, okay? But also something that is a blueprint for how we should live. And, and this is where the, uh, the dynamics of, of the divine law of polarity comes in. Because if you're siding with an ideology that's diametrically opposed to you, then you're going against the one that created you and put a spirit in you, which no one else has that uh, <laughs> capability, no matter how much you worship them. No one else has that capability. So immediately what you have done is unknowingly set yourself against the creator, creatrix spirit that is naturally inside of you. And you have, you have um, given it over to those who control the artificial matrix or the unnatural matrix that is fighting against you. Now, I know our people, you know, we love to, you know, connect with people with emotional principles in regards to um, the tenets of, of ethnic, um, ethical ideologies and moralistic ideologies. And I'll never forget something that really opened my eyes. Well, they did this to all of our prominent um, leaders at the time in the 60s with uh, Malcolm and, uh, you know, all of them, the Black Panthers, uh, Martin Luther King. But I wanted to talk about Martin Luther King because uh, I recently um, went back over uh, this book that I read uh, a while ago. And it talked about uh, the truth about uh, Martin Luther King Jr. And, uh, you know, Martin Luther King Jr. will forever be the, in any era of time that you look into, the voice of reason and righteous ideology for an unholy nation. And so <clears throat> I was listening to, uh, I was uh, reading how Martin Luther King knew, okay, once he became totally aware of the two Americas and what the fate of black folks was gonna be, then he began to look into a different direction in terms of what his original beliefs were. Because I'll give another reference, uh, uh, a great theologian, uh, Dr. Howard Thurman from Howard University uh, wrote a, a book called With Head and Heart. And in that book, he talked about how tremendously difficult it was for him when he traveled abroad to now cast people down that were created that looked like him who believed in something different. Well, certainly these people were created by the same creator and creatures that created him. So what gave him the right to say that these people were wrong and we were right? 
and um, he went through a type of transformation that I believe is missing in black people today because we still have this dogmatic ideology that was beaten into us that we use against our people to define their moralistic and their uh, so-called because to me there is no such thing as morals only in the sense that you know right and wrong within your own spirit man um but the ethical part of it if you didn't look at any other aspect of these frequency wars you have to admit to yourself that regardless to what venue is being used there is a unrelenting unrelenting and full court press on black people okay so if you continue to lie to yourself and lie to our children about this they're going to be under a well they are under a tremendous attack okay that is unforgiving that is perpetrated by those okay who know for a fact not believe they know that you are their open enemy and they know this because of who you are okay so it's a matter of you choosing whether or not you're going to um you're going to connect reconnect with your true self or if you're going to now continue to follow an ideology that that has you in economic and political castration uh there is no ideology politically for black people every time one is put forth like the one ice cube did is shot down and the reason why I shot down and I'm not surprised again is because what we are dealing with and who we are dealing with we don't fully comprehend okay we don't fully comprehend and the sad thing about this is we're going we're going to continue to continue to think that there is some form of change that is coming like the lie you was talk told about change has come okay um, which it, it has never come okay and it or by your hands and by your behavior. So we see the frequency war that's created between our young people going to college and being educated. Okay, because let's face something. Remember a song Curtis Mayfield did that uh, it's the educated people that are running the lives of our society holding back the rules holding back the schools you know whatever like a mad scientist and 
a puppet master manipulating everything. So we know that this system offers us certain things in the fiat world. We know this, that actually belong to you already. Okay, we all know that this wealth was taken by force and, and was generated, okay, on the backs of the blood, sweat, and tears of our people. We don't have to go down that road today, but I just wanted to point out something. That <clears throat> when someone takes your shit, like they say, they don't intend to give it back because you're going to church with them or believing the ideology they believe in. And I say to my people all the time, you are not worshiping the same, I'll use this term for you, God, that these people are. You are not. Now, I don't know what it's gonna take for our people to comprehend this. I honestly don't know what other proof you need. Um, but at the same time, it is the educated people amongst black people and brown people that are gatekeepers for that system, okay? Because none of our people, regardless of the titles that you see that are given to them in the government or wherever they are, it doesn't change the trajectory of the black man and woman or child. You can get paid a certain amount of money or salary to carry out those functions, but those functions are in direct contrast to the struggle and survival of your own people. Now, we look at our young people, or like they say, from the streets which the majority of our people in America grew up this way, okay? Economic deprivation, uh, failing schools in our communities, no major corporations in our communities, no major medical centers in our communities, and so all of the things that make America what it is, I don't even want to use that terminology they use, but all of the things that make America what it is, is basically being given to other people because they don't want you to have it. And that's how deep this warfare is that you have to accept. I know you don't want to accept this. And, and one of the reasons why you don't want to accept this is because we, we have to continue. Um, like Dr. Amos said, we have the same fundamental relationship with white people and, and, and those that um, you know were the owners of our ancestors and that they had during that time. We have the same fundamental relationship. Now, 
If you want to talk about righteousness, this is why I always refer to it as unholiness and unrighteousness, regardless of what they tell you or what scriptures are read. Our behavior, okay, defines our existence, not what you say or not what you project, okay, it's what you do. And so those in positions of power have always shown you how they really feel about you. Not only that, they are willing to give everything that you are supposed to have to foreigners. Now think about that. So the, the frequency war that exists within our own culture, we have to deal with. Because here we have our young people, and now I see a lot of older people trying to revert back to this is crazy. Because our kids need us to show leadership even when we fail, that we get back up and we struggle and we fight and, you know, don't give up. But the the main issue that we have here is how this rap music, I don't know what you want to call it. I call it poison. Okay, it's just not in a needle. That uh, because real hip hop uplifted our people, not what's being produced now. That's, that is a part of that um, neural interface, okay, between machine and man and woman, okay, and child. But here we see this other part, which is potentially destructive, or it is destructive, but has the potential to destroy everything that black people hold dear and have fought for for centuries. That is how strong this other um, frequency in our own community is. So when, when we look, first of all, before you can look out, regardless of what signals are being sent, we know that they're sending them because we can look at people sometimes and say, wow, I wonder what's going on with that person. You know what I mean? Uh, it, it's like a signal is being sent to them to do something that's really crazy that you would not even think of. And you see people walking around talking to themselves. Um, you know, other than, I remember when the first uh, uh, headphones came out, you know, or the buds where you couldn't see them and you, people looked like they were talking to themselves. But uh, I actually saw a guy having a conversation with three different people one time. And, uh, you know, we tend to think, okay, this person is crazy, but in many cases, particularly with black people, when you don't use your natural ways to combat this, then you are susceptible to it because it's an unnatural frequency and you're a natural being. So you have this contrast where there's a, a group of black people who are big proponents of education. I'm one of them. 
Well, what type of education? This is this is what I'm talking about. I believe that we need to educate our young people based on our particular ideologies and the needs and economic, political survival of our people. What is wrong with you? Okay, there, there's no um, reason not be focused on this. Okay, there I am. So uh, I don't know why we're not focused. Okay. Wow. There you go. Okay. So um, I don't know how much of that got uh, cut, but I believe we're still live. Yep. There you go. Um, yeah. So 
one of the things that we have to um, be very focused on now is the fact that we have these wars within our own, these generational wars, and also um, cultural, cultural wars within our own existence, within our own people. So before we can really solve the issues of, of what we're confronted with, we have to solve this major ideological issue we have now, now with our young people. And, but when you look at the entire spectrum of what's, what's going on, we know that there is some type of uh, electromagnetic uh, influence on our young people. We see it through their music and we see it through their behaviors. You know, the smash and grab type situations that you see attacking people on the streets and taking their um, belongings, smashing into cars. Um, all of these things, uh, it's, it's bad here, okay? It's very bad. But it almost seems at times that there is something controlling the behavior because when you see them and they show it on the news, I've seen some things firsthand, but whenever they show these stories, our kids have this wild look in their face, like almost like a wild animalistic look. And so you have to wonder, you know, what is it that, uh, that, is, it, that is being programmed into the minds of our young people that, that they are um, acting out in such a deplorable way, um, not just you know, against society at large, but against their own people. And, and this, this has gotten to the point where uh, now we have this inner fighting, okay, where, where we're trying to figure out which one of these ideologies are gonna be dominant in our culture. Uh, you look on video and social media, again, we have this situation where, you know, people want attention, or our young people, but they want it in an inappropriate way. And so we have to look at why is it that our kids are, uh, you know, I know some of the reasons why, but why now this energy is coming to the forefront where they have just thrown everything out the window and the baby with the bath and everything. And, and there is no guidelines. Now, we are the most spiritual or religious people, I should say, because if we were spiritual, we wouldn't have these issues, but we are the most religious people. And the energy level has been raised to such an extent that they are rebelling against this religious ideology because the young people is where the new energy vortex is coming through. So 
the way that they see society in a way where they are combats against it is really a manifestation of what the real energy on this planet against black people is. So our, our kids who are um, moving in the direction, okay, of being educated in the institutions that run the systems in America and in globally in some, in most cases as well, have this, uh, this this double or, or dual uh, consciousness that they have to uh, deal with. Um, however, if we had an economic ideology or a political ideology, much of what we're faced with would be eliminated, a lot of it. Because when you have an economic ideology or theory, then that is what the driving force behind what you're trying to accomplish is on a collective basis. But um, we don't have any um, nationally driven uh, agendas that affects our people on a cultural basis, uh, not even in, in one state. Now, at the local level, in the cities, people, through necessity, have to try to bond together and do things. But I'm talking about a plan of action that uh, we have to um, at least put forward that, you know, the majority of us at least have some type of um, are beholden to it. And maybe not the whole, you know, platform because inevitably they're gonna have us um, squabbling over the ideologies that have kept us trapped in the past and the new ones that we're trying to forge just through the word matrix, as I was um, mentioning earlier, that um, there are certain words that can trigger our people. And uh, there are certain ideologies that can trigger our people as well where we think that these ideologies are extended towards us and they're not. They're only extended towards us in the sense that there's some benefit to it for those who are perpetrating this. And, and as we can see, um, and I talk about this as well in one of the videos, is that we, we have this communist manifesto that America's economic, well, European economic system is built on. And uh, America is no different. However, through the word matrix, they make you think communist is a bad word. Okay. Which it may be. I don't know and I don't care because it doesn't apply to us. But they'll use that system which demands that you have a serf or lower class, which they are now um, bringing in to the country so they can subjugate the black community 
and put you in more of an economic oppression because black people have fought to get to the next level on the ladder. Okay, but now you see that being given to other people, wherever they're from. But black people in this country have been denied the right, okay, their rightful place, okay, and this is this is not just by chance, this is by design. Because they know that they can't wipe us out. Okay, they know that you are the original man and woman. You cannot be wiped out. Okay. They've tried crack, they tried drugs, they tried gangs, they tried biological warfare, medical warfare with uh Planned Parenthood. And they've they've tried just about they've tried uh murder and execution by the police. Uh, they, they've tried everything that they could possibly think of. And none of that has worked. In fact, um, so you see a happening now that to this, I'll use this terminology out of the Bible. Are you now going to, um, participate in the Sodom and Gomorrah energy and frequency that has been created? Or are you going to stand strong and reject that and say, no, we don't want our children going to the same bathroom our little boys and little girls. I don't care if you like me or not. Okay. This warfare that we're in is going to or trying to strip down everything okay that is natural. And if you stand by quietly and don't lift your voice against this then you are a willing, what, what's the legal terminology they use? Uh, guilt by association, but there's another one. Uh, I can't think of it. But it, it, it's uh, like when someone has done something and harmed somebody and they come looking for you to help them and you get caught with them later or get caught um, helping them the accessory after the fact. That's the term I'm looking for. That's what you are. Okay. The crime that has been perpetrated against our people for all of these centuries, you're an, you are an accessory to that after the fact. Because the reason why you are is because you, our people are very aware of what has been done to us, maybe not as much as, you know, the level and how deep it is, okay, but you are aware of what has been done to us and what is continuing to be done against us in the economic, political, and social arenas. 
in every single area of human activity, you can find the systemic discrimination against black people. And uh, you can say this is a victim mentality. This is another thing, uh, word, with the word matrix that I was uh, mentioning earlier. So they use, regurgitate these words, okay, and then they have the um, black gatekeepers or the coons um, to um, perpetuate this systemic oppressive ideology. And then, you know, I'm always fascinated. I'm looking like, I'm looking at a black person or I'm looking at a, a black uh, man or woman, but I, I'm hearing something that sounds like they're an alien, that they did not have black parents or brothers and sisters who didn't grow up in America or grow up wherever they grew up at. Um, it, it's just amazing. It's like looking at a, and listening to an alien. Um, but the, the most important thing, I think, moving forward for our people, not think that I know, is that we've just got to cross that bridge, you know? You know, we've got to cross that bridge to the fact that, okay, we have to do for ourselves. And that's going to require us working together. Now, all of these emotional um, problems that you have with other black people, you have to grow up from that. You have to grow up because uh, I, I'm not sure if our people are living in reality, but uh, I, I don't know. Are you not out? Do you not see what's going on in the cities? And do you not see what's going on with our people? Do you not see the systemic replacement of our people in these different agencies and governmental uh, agencies they have? And it's a war out here, like the song Lance played. It's a real war out here, no matter if you want to turn your head to it or not, it's not going to go away. In fact, based on what's being produced through um, agencies like DARPA, it's going to get stronger. Um, one of the experiments they did that I, I saw, um, this paraplegic, he was able just from thinking okay and connected to the electrodes that were connected to a um, bionic arm he can make that arm do anything just through his thoughts just like it was his real arm and i've heard of the uh ghost limb theory where people who lose a limb sometimes still experience pain or itching or what have you in the area where that limb used to be, almost as if the limb is still there. And, and in a lot of ways, it is still there. It's just not there physically. But the brain, okay, is still connected to it. So you see, we're being moved to an area where you have to know and fight back against this. You have to know what the do's and don'ts are, because these ideologies that are driving 
our people and our young people in particular is not going to leave a, a legacy for us that we'd be proud of. It's going to leave a legacy of black destruction and hate. Okay, and you know, the other thing too is, you know, I get it. People have to defend themselves. The savages that kill people anywhere at any time, okay, mainly black people, are always, you know, there, always coming at us. But um, at the same time, uh, we must move above savagery. Okay, we cannot live our lives and train our young people to kill other black people or kill anybody, but mainly to kill our own people. Okay, and I have no question in my mind that there is some type of electromagnetic uh, pulse wave that's being directed towards certain groups of our um, culture. Um, but not just black people, all people, but there's a certain frequency that's used specifically for melanated people. And um, this frequency, uh, apparently, it, um, it connects with the neural portion of our brain that is connected to, you know, anger, emotional turmoil, and connected to, um, you know, aggression. So uh, we we know that these things can be um, dealt with from a social psychological perspective in terms of finding out why individual people are doing the things that they're doing and thinking. But there is also a kid you have okay not just electromagnetically but also through the systemic indoctrination of these different tutions that continue to indoctrinate you against yourself. So what are, what are some of the things that we can do to combat um, the, the fact that these ideological wars or ideological weapons are being used openly against our people? And what are some of the ways in which we can fight back? Number one is like what always happens on Lance's platform, call them out. Call it out, um, expose it, make it known. They can say whatever they want about it. As long as we're aware of it and that we have a conscious. Now, our issue is once we become aware of it, like many things, a lot of us just go in the opposite direction, like, okay. That might be some form of conspiracy, or that that may not be what's actually happening. When in reality, all of the things 
that people told you that was a conspiracy over the last 20 years have come now to manifestation, the majority of them. So no matter what other people tell you, you have to take a long look in the mirror. Okay, just um, just like the things that are being put on social media in terms of um, our young people being um, so consumed with things like gold diggers, who cares? Okay, you need to be studying uh, astronomy or you need to be studying genetics or astrophysics or you need to be studying something even if you're not in a quote-unquote college or university you need to expand your mind okay and you don't need to be in an institution to do that uh, there's no excuse now for ignorance at all none zero um we we must have a different level of commitment okay towards the things that are important to the survival of black people we cannot continue to use the, the type of um, weapons that we use during the civil rights era. See, this is one of the things too is, you know, no justice, no peace, all of these things that are emotionally coordinates to be cut. No, no justice, no money. You're not spending any money. It doesn't have anything to do with peace, okay? In burning up your own neighborhoods, it has to do with realizing that every single dollar you spend is benefiting people that don't look like you or care anything about you. And this is a hard pill for our people to swallow because our people have been so open and loving with all people. When people come to this country, okay, they survive off the black community. I don't care where they come from. They come in our neighborhoods and they survive off our people. But yet none of them put anything back into our community. But we don't ever say anything about it. And more importantly, we don't ever do anything about it. The other thing is the black church, okay? We have got to start, okay, requiring and demanding if necessary that they give some type of accountability to black people. So this ideology, even in religion, the way that our people were taught or lived after the plantation where our people believed in God to the point where human righteousness was important. You had a mission, you had a purpose. You know, you, you see brother and sister so-and-so over there, you know, you make sure they have food, you make sure they're able to pay their bills, you may, you know. But now you have been taught <laughs> that being having a mission and a purpose of helping people that look like you and that was created by a force greater than you 
has no it, it, it has no value to you that's been taken away from you now it's all about the prosperity gospel but where is this prosperity going to lead our people where is it going to lead our people because the church is certainly not taking any of their prosperous money and building anything uh any rec centers why do we have to wait for the YMCA or the Boys Club? We have enough money with one church to build a community right there, center right there. Why do we have to wait for the Boys Club or the YMCA to do it? And so the reason why the frequency wars are going to have more of a devastating impact on us is because now what you don't know is behind the scenes they're um, they're going to change the, the fiat laws and the currency and there are a lot of things happening behind the scenes economically that you are unaware of okay and that by the time you find out it's way too late to do anything about it and this is why those of us in the know continue to beat this drum that black folks have got to start building some type of economic foundation because there's going to come a day and i talked about about this maybe three months ago on a video i woke up in a cold sweat one night and this dream was so vivid and i saw all these black people outside this um I don't know if it was a Safeway or what, whatever it was. And uh, black people was pleading to get food. And they had these, like, look like eight foot robotic guards. I don't know if they were half human or half machine with AR-15s guarding all of the places, okay, where you go to buy food. And black people had the fiat in their hands saying we can buy the food and they was like your money is no good here and so you know a couple of people trying to break through they shot them dead um you know i i, I seriously don't know what it's gonna take um i look at other cultures that come here one of the first things they do is they set up like what we used to have the co-ops they set up the um, food market, okay? They don't take nothing but a, a tent, okay, and a table. They have them here, all over the Bay Area. The Chinese people, and then the Latino people have the trucks. So somebody has is, is made you think, and shout out to our brothers and sisters who have the financial wherewithal. To, to purchase restaurants and to do do it, do that. But the majority of our people have been told falsely because every type of corporation that you see in this country started from somewhere, uh, in somebody's basement, in their garage, with a lemonade stand. But, you know, we have been sold this bag of goods that everything has to be shiny and new and right it has to start from somewhere we have to teach our kids to start from a foundation 
and live according to the principle of delayed gratification, everything is not going to happen overnight. Okay? So these are simple things that we have to do in order to make sure. And, and when I say we, now, here's the thing, too. We got all of these different divisions. I know a bunch of people. I know a whole lot of people. I'm sure everybody in the chat room, Lance certainly knows a lot of people. Could you imagine if, if we could get past some of the uh, caterpillar type uh, emotional states that we're in? Could, do you, I often think about this. The selfishness that has been ingrained in black people now is at least 25% of, uh, probably 30% of the reason why we can't move forward. And then instead of looking at each other the way we're supposed to look at, because every time you look at each other, you're supposed to see the creative creators in each other but you would rather quote scripture, pay a tithe. I don't know what you call praying because that ain't really, but you know, requesting from that something that's already here, but you've been taught that you have to do all of these things in order for a manifestation to happen. No, it doesn't. There, I've seen people from other cultures, five of them, maybe six, come together and change the economic trajectory, trajectory of each one of these individuals. I've personally seen this. But there is some type of deep ingrained pathological pain that and this is something that must be eliminated it's going to take i know it's going to take a lot to eliminate this okay but i said let's use something simple uh i don't ever see any homeless chinese people never never i wonder why that is Hmm, maybe because whenever I see all of them, they're trading with each other using the barter system. They're not hung up on these titles and fiat that you're hung up on. But yeah, I mean, you know, we're, we're at that time now where we have to choose. Uh, I remember the, the old folks used to say uh, in, in the Bible, uh, choose you this day who you're going to serve. Uh, you know, I, I don't even look on social media no more unless I'm looking to hear certain platforms like Lance or a couple other people. I don't. Because every single uh, video that I see with our young people and even some older people. I'm not gonna say all of it, but a lot of it continues to feed into these uh, destructive ideologies um, that are given to our people. 
okay, in order for us to fail. And so with that, brother, I'm going to call it a day. I, uh, I worked overnight at the shelter last night. I'm still a little tired. But uh, basically, uh, the, the frequency wars are not just those that are warring against us, but it, it also exists incredibly within our own culture. Um, and, and a lot of it, it has to do with our perceptions of not only what is right and what is wrong, but what is success and what is failure and what, and now because we have been taught to worship the images of other people, then that's something that uh, is very um, important to us in terms of how we view images. And, you know, I say, and I'll say it again, that 99.9% .9 of the archetypes, or which, which are um, subconscious uh, authorities in our brains, in our subconscious, are white people. That in itself is a problem. Because no matter what you do on a conscious level, subconsciously you're being motivated by that and uh if you're not if you're not able to see yourself as a ruler as a king as a queen as the one who is the custodian of the planet if you're not able to see yourself
Let's talk family. I had some issues with the internet. Now all of a sudden it's working good. <laughs> I guess Brother Neil um, finished. And um, like I said, with the mobile internet, when I move around, sometimes it's a little stronger. Sometimes it's just a little weaker. So here you caught me out here in the hustle and bustle. And I'm heading on in. I had some things I had to, but I knew I was going to be caught in the street. So sorry about that. And I apologize to Brother Neil also. I, I, I like to have a smooth, uh, how could I put it, a smooth show and production. And so that is choppy stuff. You know, I'm a perfectionist, but I just thank you all for bearing with me. So I have you keep me company until I get on the, um, on the van. Let me see if I can cross over here. It's the real deal, y'all. No different than Midtown Manhattan. <laughs> no different than downtown Orlando. Let me see now. Let me be slick with it. Okay. I'm going to end this because the signal may pop out, and I might have to um, go back in the system.